0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to our latest episode of Let's Be Direct. This is a Lane Access podcast in which we examine all things trucking, supply chain, and the future of the industry, which is going direct. I'm Andrew Rivera, head of marketing for Lane Access, joined again by Lane Access CEO and founder Rick Burnett. And uh, we're now in, what, month three or four of our long national nightmare known as uh, the yellow trucking collapse exaggerating a bit certainly no laughing matter um you know the dust does continue to fall most recent news being that a international financing company uh that had agreed in principle to loan yellow 500 million dollars has pulled out of that deal so you know the hits just keep coming for yellow um and of course we well, uh, continue to keep an eye on that uh, whole story as it as it continues to develop. But this week we want to uh, shift uh, topics a little bit to to something that matters, uh, or should matter to every single independent trucker out there. Okay, and that is how do you when you are trying to connect directly with a shipper, put your best foot forward? How do you present your value proposition? How do you make yourself look so? reputable and so strong that a shipper simply can't say no. Now, as a direct shipper to carrier uh, network, obviously this topic is important to us here at Lane Access, Uh, but it's also important to us because we've just launched a new direct agent program for carriers. Now, this program is something that we recently launched. It's it's already become extremely popular. And uh, essentially, here's how it works carriers bring in shippers into the lane access network and for every load that shipper moves that carrier will get a commission now there's terms and conditions that uh, we can get into uh, in a little bit but so Rick let's let's jump uh, right into this uh, direct uh, uh, agent program why are we doing this
1: um, well we're doing it because the people that have a relationship with the shipper, or that haul freight is is the independent carriers 97% of the time. And so they're the ones that's actually going to docks. They're the ones that actually know who's haul the freight they're hauling. And they're actually obviously already giving them a performance because they're getting access to the freight. And so what we felt like was why don't we implement a program that as the shift changes in the next five years of going direct? Why don't we give it to carriers that see the future and independent guys that see the future and they want an opportunity to to basically be ambassadors for lane access and say, look, there's value in in the system. You have ability to communicate directly with me and other independent carriers. And the byproduct of that is – They need to be compensated for that work, but for that efforts. So as a company, we can hire a bunch of outside salespeople and go, you know, evangelize and and grow it, uh, or we can use a network that is working with us and sees the value in what we're doing. And like I said, being, you know, our our boots on the ground carrying our flag and letting the shippers become aware of lane access, the value of 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 going direct the value of the digitalization of of the solution that we're offering. And then the byproduct of that is that that shipper is associated with that agent and that account. And whatever daily volume that they do in an executed transaction uh, through the network, we can compensate them in a commissionable type of of, uh, program where he can benefit on the amount of time. So if he gets, you know... 50, 100, or however many different shippers, and they're moving loads every day, uh, he could realize a a substantial amount of ongoing renewable, uh, reoccurring revenue to himself for efforts of really identifying the shippers of the future of going direct network.
0: And and just so everyone knows, we will have a link where uh, carriers can uh, register for this program. Now, let's uh, kind of talk about the overarching topic of, uh, of this podcast, which is, uh, you know, carriers presenting their, their best selves, um, essentially uh, selling their company and their, and their strongest value props. Um, you know, let's face it, when, when a carrier is trying to connect with a shipper and establish a long-term relationship, this is a job interview, right? And you wouldn't go into a job interview unprepared. You wouldn't go into a job interview without showing off your, your highest skills uh your your best talents um your best services right so you know i i think it, not everyone but i think a lot of carriers don't approach this with with that kind of level uh of uh, incentive uh, of p- approaching shippers as if this were a job interview would you agree with that
1: yeah i mean that's that's one thing that we have this is a mindset change and we we fought, we've battled with that. And, and, and because in the world that is today's transportation, <clears throat> everything is, is reactive. I've landed in this place and I got to find a load and get out. There's no proactive in anything. There's no building direct because the control of the freight is managed by the middle. And, you know, from, from the freight broker side, there's no ability that if this independent does a great job with a shipper that he can come back and pick up the phone and call that shipper and say, Hey, I just hauled the load for you. You know, uh, can I go direct? And until there was a system in place, uh, you know, that, that falls on death airs with shippers because they can't manage the process with tens of thousands of, of independent carriers. if they move any kind of load volume on a day to day basis. Well, now they can. And so, this is a game changer in what what we're saying to the independent carriers that the future of transportation is going to be data-driven. I mean, you're going to have performance metrics based on your your performance as an individual trucker, and there's going to be visibility into that because everything's going to be tracked. I mean, you are anyway in the form of VLDs. Every time you get behind that cab, you you are – you're that wheel. You are in a cab. You are basically being tracked, in all aspects. You're you're in a, and so that is a safety indication. That now through SMCSA it is it, published. What you have in the network of shippers is performance. Okay, this guy's a safe, but is he going to be on time with my ship? Is he going to deliver it? Is he going? Is his truck clean? Is there, There's things that shippers want because they, again. It is a job interview because you're basically going to haul hundreds of thousands of dollars of their product. And they want to make sure that you pick it up and it's not going to get damaged and you deliver it where you're supposed to deliver it to. Right? So the uncomfortable portion of that in a shipper's mind is they realize that not a hundred percent of all independent carriers operate the same. So how do they, you know, kind of, go through and shuffle all this sea of independent carriers to really deal with what they would equate is a servable, servable, you know, capability of a carrier that they can deal with. So there is no data because there's no network. And, and so the challenge again is, you know, that we fight being pioneers of building this direct network is, Getting people to realize that that you know the importance behind the service aspect and the importance behind data, and giving them opportunities that today they can't get you know exposed to.
0: So I want to give a shout out to a, a YouTuber uh, who one of our team members uh, came across. Uh, his YouTube handle is Gil Twenty Two. He's got over seventy eight thousand subscribers. Um, And this video I'm going to reference has nearly 180,000 views. We'll be posting that the link to the video down below. Technically, we can't show clips of other people's YouTube videos. I reached out to him uh, unsuccessfully. So we're going to sum up some of what he said. But basically, he posted this this, uh, video a few months ago. He's a senior member of Gill 22 Trucking LLC. They're uh, a nice-looking trucking operation based out of uh, Milwaukee. Uh, now, what's interesting is is they have a, a brokerage arm uh, in, in uh, their company. But uh, he put out this video called How I Find Direct Shipper Loads, a Step-by-Step Guide. So he's really doing truckers a big favor. And the essence of, of uh, his, his approach is something that he calls a LOAD strategy. And that's an acronym. I'm going to pop this up on the screen for you. So LOAD stands for Leverage opportunity, acquisition, and deliver. So I'm gonna try and uh, go through these pretty quickly, but so let's start with leverage. Um, you know, in today's climate, shippers have all the leverage over small carriers. So how do you kind of balance that? Well, Gil says, you know, points out the obvious. What most shippers want is freight capacity, on-time delivery, freight damage reduction, low tracking, high tender acceptance rate, you know, low low contract uh, costs and of course competitive rates. So what, the way you get back leverage and, and, and even that is by offering a lot of ancillary uh, problems and solutions uh, that bigger companies just can't and won't make. For example, uh, he showed a, a really interesting example. Gil talked to a shipper he wanted to work with. Uh, he offered them a 60-day trial period And some of the conditions that he he put were he would guarantee a 100% tender acceptance for a specific lane at a specific rate for 60 days. He also offered a a very competitive rate compared to what a broker would charge. And he was not going to uh, push them into uh, long-term contracts with uh, contingencies during this period. Um, So the shipper for for them, it was really a no-brainer. He successfully ran loads during that 60-day trial, at which point, at the end of that sixty-day trial, he got a one-year contract. So uh, you know he he he, pay, he got paid off uh, with with kind of balancing that that leverage and equity. So moving on to opportunity, um, you've mentioned this many times. I, I believe you just did. The best way to find opportunities is is to mimic what you're already doing. First, look at shippers you you have worked with, and and go local. That's that's a really, uh, I think, sound piece of advice. Gil uh, looked at uh, basically a 60-mile radius and looked at all the shippers that he thought he could work from, uh, work for, I should say. And so the first thing he did was look at all the brokers that he was already working with, big brokerages like TQL, Coyote. Uh, and they t- typically work with uh, big customers that, you know, small carriers are, are probably not going to have a great chance to uh, connect with at least, uh, you know, off the beginning. But what he focused on was their medium and small shippers that were running different lanes. Now, of course, you know, there are non-compete clauses and, and things like that, but there are legal ways around that. And, and, and he figured out, you know, I, I, I want to see what medium and small size shippers running different lanes that, that he can work with. Now, opportunity—the best way to—sorry, uh, we talked about opportunity. Let's let's go to acquisition. So, in the acquisition phase, you're you're starting to reach out to the list of shippers you you've compiled, uh, and, and you know hoping to close some deals. Now, cold outreach is is not fun for anyone, right? No one likes it. It's got to be done. Um, what Gil suggests is first put together a really solid carrier package. This is your resume. And don't, uh, you know, just include the bare minimum like insurance certificates, MC certificates, W-9. You need to pitch your story. Tell your story. Tell your company's story. Uh, You know, not just what you do, but uh, why you do it. Uh, Show proof of of, uh, your success rate. Um, You know, show proof that that you are up to the task of of what they need. And this carrier packet is really going to be your main selling piece uh, to their shippers. Another interesting thing Gil does, which which, I would never really honestly thought of, I don't know if you ever thought of this, is to literally just go to all those shippers within that 60-mile radius that that, uh, you've put into your spreadsheet and don't call them, don't email. Drive to their location. And here's how he does it. He walks up to uh, the receptionist and he asks uh, them if he, if the receptionist can show them where the shipping manager's office is. And he asks uh, this in the vein of he has a carrier packet that he needs to drop off and he needs to talk uh, to the shipping manager about a load uh, we delivered. You know, something along the lines of he, he frames it as the shipping manager has done uh, business with us and and uh, where someone uh, they would probably want to talk to. Now don't lie, don't ever lie, Uh, but you're basically taking true statements and presenting them strategically. Now you may not always get a meeting with with the shipping manager, but this has worked for him. And the last one is deliver, and this is obvious. You have to deliver on your promises and your guarantees, and you need to do it fast. And then the most obviously uh, important part of uh, the deliver a factor is deliver your freight on time, on uh, un, unbroken freight and and make sure you get that uh, that uh, proof of delivery uploaded uh, as quickly as possible. I you know in watching this video, i it, it's not just good advice. It was a really uh, professionally done video. What do you think of of some of those uh, pieces of advice he's given?
1: I mean, it's it's great. I think it's it's great advice. you know, from our aspect, what, what we want the carriers to do is build their profile within the network um, because, you know, for him it worked. Is that going to work for every independent carrier out there? Maybe, maybe not. Um, the point is, is that the volume of shippers in a 60-mile radius that he found is the point because that's what network visibility is. And if you take that approach that, you know, it's a numbers game because, um, in that 60 mile radius, he doesn't state how many shippers there are, but there's substantial. And you could take that same radius on every delivery that you do in a location. And that's really what the agent program is about is when you have a reset time and you have 30 hours, invest some of that time into reaching out to these shippers Yes, you have a two-fold approach. One is see if you can get direct freight from them today. But two is introduce them to the ability where they can build their independent network and they can go direct and get that account. Because now you benefit as a trucking company by getting their freight. And, and secondly, you start to benefit if you can get them to register and they start identifying other carriers and they have heavy volume, you're going to benefit from it. So when you look at your trucking company operation, we all have downtime. We all have time we're waiting to load, time to waiting to unload, on your resets, and start looking at your trucking company operation because a lot of guys are doing videos and they're doing YouTube and they're doing TikToks, and they're doing different things and they're trying to find ways that they can monetize their time. And for months and months, we've been looking at the social aspect of it and. So the reason why I came out with this agent program is because I'm like, okay, this is a way that a guy can monetize his downtime by reaching out to shippers and introducing them to technology that they're going to get benefit. Again, at the end of the day, what is Lane Access? It's just a direct network. It's technology that's software that allows these shippers that they're reaching out to to go directly to who actually is hauling their freight. And 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 the process of that is if you are if you're a broker and you have a hundred loads that you're moving today in your through your brokerage, okay, you might make forty, fifty thousand dollars on that volume based on the price and everything else, right? And if you compare that 20% margin to the direct network and it's basically 1% per side, you can't compete, right? in the form of, of cost or value or agent-driven program. But if you take that same – that that broker has got to have a staff of people that's managing that process, phone calls, payments, and all the other things, finding carriers, negotiating with carriers. In the network, that same account could manage 100,000 shipments, right? Because the system is going to do all that manual process that the broker has to do. And, and so when you start as an agent or a carrier or an independent guy, when you start realizing that transformation, that the system does 100% of what a broker can do, and it does electronic. Now you have an opportunity to actually everywhere you go, start getting shippers into the network that are your accounts and grow in the next year to hundreds of shippers that you're benefiting from by them going to ultimately going to a direct network, which is the future of going, we're not going to see in 10 years, we're not going to have all this managed freight. There's just no way. There's just no way. Um, because there's two, companies are looking at the data. They're looking at the facts. They're looking at cost savings and there's an efficiency process through technology today that didn't exist when we started a decade ago. So Yes, I, I see value in in what he's doing. I think it's great in, information. Uh, I would just take it up a step and say, the parts the parts of these that you're doing manually, do them automated, mm-hmm. to where it is a volume. So you're you know and, and by that you're gonna you know like him if he goes and visits thirty shippers then that area, he's hoping to get one or two direct contracts right. Well, if, if you take that same approach, can you get two or three or four or five shippers that see the value in, in a direct network and join? And now they're your account. So now when, when they join, you obviously is going to be connected with them as a carrier because you introduced them to the platform. But now you, you're you going to benefit from all the other independent carriers that haul the freight through an executed transaction that you're making a commission on.
0: And it's important you know, to, to again, um, add a little addendum to, to what he suggests is that a lot of what you can do, you can do through lane access, and that should be part of their pitch. All of lane access services should be part of your carrier pitch when you're reaching out to shepherd, uh, shippers. And I would also point out that what, what he describes as a carrier packet in the lane access network is your profile page. That's your resume. That's your carrier packet. Make that as strong as you can. And that will impress shippers. That will get their attention.
1: Yeah, and and one other point. So in the future, as carriers come in, they will just share their lane access carrier profile to shippers. Exactly. And just like all of us, most of us have a LinkedIn. What is that? It's a public facing of your history in the workforce. And and eventually that's why the carrier network's going to be within the network because the front end side is operates kind of like linkedin where they can they can find carriers, they can find out their information, they can communicate with carriers and they can build direct contracts with them carriers. And so your your public facing of your carrier packet can be an electronic format where you can just like you know when you when you send your contact information and you have a DAC card. dot card, right? Scan it, boom all your information's on there. And so what you're going to be doing in the network is you're going to be building a profile. So you can actually look at, for an individual carrier, lane access is is like a TMS for you. Push all your loads in there. Run all your data through there. Start building your carrier profile that you can share with shippers that you're going to be getting in the future.
0: Uh, I think you touched on this, but uh, who is able
1: to be a direct agent? Well, I mean we're, we're we're focused on the independent carriers today. Um but really anybody could be. You know, if 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 somebody's, you know, and especially in today's environment, what the what the post-pandemic has taught us is that, you know, having to go to an office every day isn't as necessary as was pre-pandemic. And and so, you know, people of all ages and everything else are looking for opportunities they can work from home and they can use social and they can use their time and their resources to reach out and this is just an opportunity for them that you know if they localize this and they they want to put the time in and they want to reach out they can get you know we're we're using it as a marketing okay as a company you have dollars that you have you allocate in all aspects marketing commissions for your sales guys your development corporate all the other things, right? And this is just in our model what we've allocated that's going to work for us. That we're gonna we're gonna try this, and you know if it doesn't work, it, you know um we'll, we'll hire internal sales guys, right? Uh That will basically do the same thing. But we're gonna try this to the independent market to give them an opportunity that you know they can make when loads are moving, they may be moving it. But it might be moved by somebody else, and they can benefit from it.
0: So, what's the response been so far? We we just launched this recently.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's been good. Um, you know, we've we've you know we've gotten questions, and we're actually building. Uh, we're about six weeks out, but we're going to build a backend admin portal to for the agents. So when they log in. They can do everything through the network. They can send the invitations to the shippers. When the shipper registers, they're in their account. They get visibility, and they'll on a month-to-month basis or every day they can log in and look at their shipper activity. Um, you know, so because it'll be their account. And and so at the at the beginning of it, we've gotten you know I think better than than what I expected. Um, we haven't really hit the gas pedal yet on it. Um, you know, I really want to wait until we get the back end done. You know, but but we're working through some questions and we're working through some things, and we're learning every day. Obviously, from you know how we want to do it going forward.
0: Well, I think it's a really exciting uh, program. Uh, I think the fact that it's not even exclusive only to carriers, uh, other people can get involved too. The the whole point is get shippers into lane access, and when they move loads, you make money. So with that, uh, we're going to wrap up this episode of Let's Be Direct. Uh, A reminder we will have links to uh, the video I referenced earlier and if you're uh, someone who wants to register as uh, an agent in this direct agent program we'll also have a link uh, for that where you can register and that will all be in the uh, comment section of this video so with that uh, we thank you for joining us for this latest episode of Let's Be Direct stay safe out there on the roads and we'll see you next time take care